the small businesses, local businesses, that is how our communities thrive. Especially in advertising and with print marketing and all the, you know, the challenges from the pandemic over this past year. Especially today in age, business seems like it could be so transactional or price driven. Welcome to the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. Every week you'll not only hear from like-minded small business leaders, glean from their journeys, and gain practical advice from our network of trusted advisors, but you'll also hear from marketplace professionals with specific industry focus. Why walk alone when you are the backbone of the American economy? Join your hosts, John Slusser and Nathan Maud, and discover more ways to make your business more efficient and recoup your time. You can find more resources at www.indianasba.com. And now, welcome to the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. Hey, welcome back to Small Business Never Sleeps. My name is John Slusser, and this is Nathan Maud, and we're the co-founders of the Indiana Small Business Association and your host of Small Business Never Sleeps. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode two, and we couldn't be more excited to have you guys here. Small Business Never Sleeps is geared specifically toward the small business owner as well as who represents the small business industry. In today's episode, we're going to talk about print marketing and how print marketing can help a small business thrive. Joining us today is Michael Nance, National Sales Executive with Fisher Printing. I'm looking forward to the conversation today. Yeah, so am I. Thanks so much for having me, Nathan and John. Really excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, hey, let's let's uh, let's dive into getting to know Michael a little bit better, getting to know Fisher Printing a little bit better, and what they're able to do in terms of print marketing for the small business owner. So, Michael, thank you for joining us today. I'm I'm excited to learn more about Fisher Printing and your printing capabilities and how these resources are positioned to help small businesses thrive. But before we dive in. Let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about who Michael is and and what you do over at Fisher Printing. Yeah, um, well, I've been in the advertising industry for about seven years now. Uh, I am a national sales executive at Fisher Printing. I work with national and local businesses uh, to identify consumer trends, um, perfect their their print messaging, target those consumers, uh, and drive them to their locations and online uh, via print tactics, so uh, direct mail marketing, um, we also do banner ads and store ads and so on. How did you get into print marketing in the first place? Um, so my uh, father has, has been in the ad and, and marketing industry for uh, many years, something I grew up uh, around and was very fascinated by it and uh, uh, went to college uh, for marketing. Um, you know, during that time, I, I, I worked in worked in insurance uh, for a number of years, um, but uh, you know, always had that desire uh, to get in a similar industry as my father, just because it's a passion that I had. And I always told myself, if I wasn't going to own and own my own business, I always mm-hmm. wanted to help other businesses grow and thrive. So the best way for me to do that uh, was to take the the um, the passion that I saw that my father had and the things I learned over the years um, and and go to a company that I saw the same characteristics uh, the passion to help businesses uh, grow and so that's how I ended up at Fisher printing um, I found uh, this company through some mutual connections 
and um, met with the uh, team over at Fisher Printing. Uh, their family-owned uh, business has been around for 88 years, um, helping businesses grow locally. Uh, but over the years, they have grown to this uh, national company that helps, still helps the local businesses, uh, but also partners with national businesses as well. Yeah, that's awesome. great. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing, Michael. I really appreciate the candor um, and the honesty and, you know, how we're all here to help that small business owner grow and succeed. Um, especially today in age, business seems like it could be so transactional or price driven. But in the small business market, we're seeing b the ability to build those relationships and work with each other um, is what makes the small business so fun. Um, to continue those relationships. So thanks for sharing. So over the last year, we all know it's been a big challenge no matter what industry you are in. Um, what's kind of the biggest surprise you've seen um, over the last month within the, or last couple months within the print marketing industry? Um, well, I'll go back a little further than a couple months. I mean, for us, it would be the pandemic. I think mm -hmm. that affected all businesses really um, and when it did a lot of businesses had to shut down um, and then those businesses that were able to stay open they had to completely change their marketing strategy so a lot of these consumers that were afraid to go into the store were now going online to make their purchases well a lot of our businesses with those clients that so were trying to get people in their stores so a lot of the print work was being canceled. Mm -hmm. uh, so then that therefore impacted our businesses. But as I mentioned earlier, our objective is to comp constantly help businesses grow and find ways through tra challenging mm -hmm. situations. So we got together with our clients, identified new messaging that had to go out and new print tactics. So although we weren't necessarily needing to help drive customers into the store, we still had to inform the clients that these businesses are there still to help you. Um, and, you know, there's new way of doing business with us. You can mm -hmm. go online, pick up in store, whatever that may be. Uh, and we sent that message out through direct mail um, and, and other print tactics as well. Gotcha. So it sounds like, especially in advertising and with print marketing, and all the, you know, the challenges from the pandemic over this past year sounds like it's just been constant progression, right? Or trying to re-strategize what a company has been doing for, you know, maybe the past 20 years. Who knows how, how often a company changes their, their current strategy. So it really puts, you know, the business owner in a position where they have to, you know, maybe learn new things. And I know that, you know, as professionals, we've all been in a position where we've had to challenge ourselves and learn some new things. So why don't we, why don't we pause right there? And what are some of the things that, you know, over the past year, uh, you know, during the pandemic that has caused you to learn and to grow? Um, you know, I would, I would say, well, the one thing, and I, and I don't know if it necessarily has to do with the, the pandemic, but the one thing that's helped myself grow um, is to constantly come to work and, and find a new way to challenge myself. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like in many cases, day in and day out, you get stuck in that grind um, and you get comfortable and you don't do things that are necessarily challenging, maybe because you're afraid of failure. Mm -hmm. um, 
But over the years, I have trained myself to constantly find something that's going to challenge not only myself, but the company that I work for. And when you do that, you are, you, you force yourself to learn new things Mm -hmm. that therefore, and helps you to improve yourself and then the company and then everybody around you. So not just, like I said, not just your, your company, but also that impacts your, your families and, Mm -hmm. and, and everybody else. Positively. Yeah, I can I can absolutely appreciate that. I think we've all found ourselves in that position, you know, both personally and, and professionally, especially in the past, you know, 12 months. And, and I think as we move forward, we're going to kind of continue to stay in that uh, zone where we have to grow and, and learn new things and, and really challenge ourselves if we want to be successful and to truly help that small business owner. Well, hey, I, Michael, let's let's kind of, kind of go down the path that, you know, it's it's 2021. Um, a lot of companies are trying to re-strategize their marketing. A lot of companies are trying to figure out, like, how do we reach our audience? And being that it's 2021, someone say that that print marketing is is dead, right? Like, like, hey, get out, get out of the, the stone age, get out of the print marketing age. Everything should be digital now. Like, wh- what would you say to that? Well, I would say that's not the first time I've heard somebody say that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's every company needs to have a digital strategy. I will not tell them that they shouldn't because it's very, very important, but I will tell them it's only one component of the media mix. Mm-hmm. There's multiple components of that um, that influence your consumers to act. Um, every consumer handles media in, in, a, in a specific way. Um, I believe it's a Prosper Analytics um, that shows 35, or I, I believe it's it's 35% share of influence is digital. Wow. Um, but when you look at print, print has a 30% share of influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so wow. you need to combine those together as part of your media mix mm-hmm. to have an overall 65% share of influence. So you can drive those consumers online in stores, whatever that may be. Because if you're doing just one or the other, you're either reaching 35% percent of the market or 30 percent but together they're a lot stronger yeah it's a big piece of pie you're missing out on if you don't use that uh 30 percent from the print marketing yeah, side it definitely is so maybe it's like your left and right arm who knows <laughs> yeah i guess from my view it sounds like print marketing is alive and well absolutely well that's awesome um thanks for sharing that with us michael those are some interesting statistics that i definitely didn't know about um and it's a very good way for small businesses to small businesses to stay connected with their client base as well as their prospective clients. So, um, so Michael, with this day and age, John said it being 2021 print marketing being dead. Um, so many marketing things are changing within the industry and, you know, TikTok and Instagram, and we all know those out there. So how do you continue to learn, um, in order to stay on top of the ever changing market within the print marketing industry? Yeah, so, I mean, the best way to do that uh, for me is to constantly stay up to date on my clients' industries. I'm constantly reading articles, new news alerts uh, to see how the industry is fluctuating. That way I can go to my client with new ideas on how to approach the consumer. I mean, consumer trends are constantly changing. We need to know how to interact with today's consumer, both mm-hmm. from a digital standpoint, from also, but also from a print standpoint, as well as TV. I mean, TV is changing too, and there's new ways to reach those individuals that are they're watching TV, but then they're also switching over to streaming devices. So mm-hmm. staying on top of that um, and being able to, to provide our clients uh, with 
advice on how to reach those consumers. Um, you know, that's something I'm, I'm reading on day in and day out and staying on top of. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say, you know, small business is constantly evolving. It sounds like you're evolving right alongside small business with technology and capabilities and, and client offerings. And we talked earlier, uh, I think in episode one where, you know, small business isn't always, uh, you know, smooth, smooth rolling. And there's some mm-hmm. challenges and, and maybe even some failures that small businesses will will find themselves in. And it puts them in a position where they have to really grow and learn and, uh, you know, get through some of those challenges. So let me just pass that same question kind of on to you. You know, what's been the biggest failure uh, that you've, you've dealt with in print marketing? And how have you overcame that situation? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, you know, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily a failure. So this spring or mm-hmm. last spring, actually, uh, we we're faced with a very challenging situation uh, when the pandemic hit. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, a lot of businesses are realizing that they need a digital presence mm-hmm. um, because just print wasn't going to cut it. Um, they needed to drive consumers online um, to uh, fill the gap uh, since people couldn't go in stores anymore. At the time, uh, Fisher Printing didn't offer a full digital strategy, but through resources through ISBA mm-hmm. uh, and the web guys, and then also uh, another partnership uh, with a digital company, a Comment Ads, through those resources we're able to offer that uh, to our clients um, and give them the full print and digital strategy that they need all right so print marketing is everywhere you look Michael I mean you drive down the road seeing billboards um, so I'm just curious what are some of the capabilities Fisher printing um, has in their in their wheelhouse yeah so uh, a lot of what we do are inserts uh, we print uh, direct mail postcards, do solo saturation, uh, new neighbor postcards. Uh, we do a lot of uh, in-store signage. Uh, another thing with the pandemic, where of course the floor decals stay six feet away. We do all of those. Okay. Uh, window banners, um, you know, end cap signage, uh, you name it, we can do mm-hmm. it. Uh, door hangers. Um, so really, any any print needs uh, that the small business or national clients need we're there to help with that sounds great so obviously you're joining us today on our small business never sleeps podcast small businesses is a passion of yours I've, I've picked that up from you and and i know that you serve the small business owner you you represent the small business space but what is it about small business that you love so much why are you so passionate about small business well, um, you know, I come from a family of business owners and people that have started businesses themselves. And it's been just amazing watching those grow over the year. Um, so I wanted to continue being part of that. Uh, the small businesses, local businesses, that is how our communities thrive. Um, so to be part of that, help them grow and help them find solutions to, to continue that growth. Um, it's just something I really enjoy doing. That's great. Yeah, it sounds like we're all coming from uh, that small business family background. Yep. So <laughs> that's kind of cool. Um, so with your small business background and our small business background, what's what's some of the reasons um, you decided to partner up with the Indiana Small Business Association? 
Uh, well, ISBA offers a ton of great resources, uh, not just to the local communities, but all, also to their partners too. So, you know, there's there's re various resources that my company will need that you offer, and and so on and so forth. So, I'm I'm glad uh, to be there to offer any resources to ISBA, uh, but then also able to use ISBA to connect with local businesses uh, to help them as well. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for sharing about. ISBA and, and, and really what made you join ISBA, but how do you think ISBA is set up to be able to serve your client? Uh, well, so the way set up now, um, what I do is I offer mainly print services to my clients, but when I'm having conversations with my clients, you know, there's other resources outside of that that they will need that I'm not particularly expert in. That may be finance, that may be an attorney or whatever that may be. And ISBA provides all the resources uh, that my client would need if they're opening in a new location um, or if there's other um, objectives that they're aiming to reach, uh, that uh, this, there's just various resources within ISBA that I could present to them uh, that could help them with that. I absolutely agree with that, Michael. In fact, I think Nathan and I talked about this mm -hmm. earlier. When we started ISBA and got everything going, it was because he only did you know, health insurance and yep. HR and payroll. And, and I only did, you know, property and casualty insurance. We could only do, we could only support the small business owner in, in one specific way. And we thought, how can we be more to the small business owner? How can we advocate for the small business owner? We thought, well, if we can just pull together a bunch of resources, some experts Absolutely. that serve their industry, then that truly advocates and, and supports that small business owner. And it sounds like you feel the same way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely perfect for that. For sure. Awesome. Well, Michael, there's a, there's a lot of small business owners listening today as well as small business resources. Um, do you mind sharing with them where they can find um, you online or our listeners can connect with you? Yeah. Uh, the best place to reach me uh, would be through my LinkedIn page. Uh, that's Michael Nance. Uh, or we have uh, the Fisher Printing a LinkedIn page as well. You can also go to fisherprinting.net. Uh, those would be the three best ways to reach us. Yeah. And let me add one more. You can check mm -hmm. out com. We have a partners page where you can find Michael and you can Absolutely. get all of his contact information from there. That's awesome. That's great. Well, Thank you, Michael, so much for joining us today. We're at our at our time here, and we appreciate you joining us today on the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. And I've certainly enjoyed getting to know you better and to gathering a, a, just a clear understanding of print marketing and, and who you guys serve and who Fisher Printing is and, and how you're just so focused on that small business owner. And, and I can definitely get the sense that it helps the small business owner thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we really appreciate um, you here speaking today and all the detail you provided about yourself and Fisher Printing, um, as well as the resources you provide to that small business owner um, here in the great state of Indiana. <laughs> uh, so thank you again for joining us. And any last words, Michael? I uh, know. I just want to thank you so much for having me. You know, if there's anything anybody needs as far as any, any print needs, uh, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or you can go to uh, fisherprinting.net. Uh, but Nathan and John, thanks so much for having me. Awesome, Michael. Thank you very much. Uh, this, again, is the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, and all of your other favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, iTunes, Google, and Stitcher. Yeah, and next time, Nathan and I will be spending some, some time talking about our upcoming events on April 15th and, and also the Small Business Never Sleeps Foundation, which is a foundation that is specifically geared toward offering resources to the small business owner. But guys, don't forget, keep on grinding because small business never sleeps.
You've been listening to the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. If you are a small business owner who's interested in unlocking the potential of your business and would benefit from a network of other small business owners, then head on over to www.indianasba.com and learn how the Indiana Small Business Association can help you today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. While you're there, take a few moments to leave a review. And don't forget to keep grinding because small business never sleeps.